0: Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. In today's session, we're going, to, we're going to go over collateral damage, being the cause of it, whether purposely or unknowingly, uh, being the victim of it, and the importance of being aware of your surroundings in the midst of healing. Um, this week, I was very, very deliberate, right? The more and more this medicine flees my system, the more and more um, I'm beginning to understand a little bit of how my mind works um like with the with the thoughts that run through and bounce off you know like a like like the bounce off the walls of my brain right i'm starting to kind of grasp a hold of it um of course i'm still not able to control it wish i i, I wish i had the mental strength to just stop you know, stop everything and, and, and appear normal to myself, but it's, it's just difficult. But because of that, like, I've been very, uh, I've been, I've been becoming very deliberate with my actions. I've been um, trying to control how I speak. Not what I say is just how um, I notice that I try to get Every thought out like right on top of of each other, and I lose train, I lose my train of thought a lot of times. Um, But I noticed this week that my kindness is being taken for weakness, and my silence is being taken as fear. And though I have certain fears in life, excuse me, and though I have certain fears in life, there's not too many things that I'm scared of as. I am approaching the future that I want for me and my kids, but I'm noticing how people. I notice how people speak to me. I notice how people maneuver when when dealing with me, um, and it's crazy because people will make you feel like that's not what it is like you making it up or you being uh extra about it and you tend to believe it because that's the go to right one of my pet peeves is falling in love with someone in a in, you know relationship wise or um becoming close friends with people there's a certain level of love there where you share certain things and it's difficult because you don't know what that person's gonna do with the information that you share with them. I'm very big on on protecting people's privacy uh protecting people in general like if i if I count you as a friend, if I count you as a lover uh if you are my kid, like I'm very big on protecting everything about you right. Whether we break up or not, whether we're not friends or or not, it's like it it's like I take that seriously. Whatever you told me in a friendship is gonna live and die with the friendship, whatever you told me in the relationship as a result to us and your traumas and your hurt and your pain and stuff that's gonna live and die with the relationship, and I don't feel like that I've been granted that same respect, right and I think that like now I'm focused, like now I'm really focused on being who I say that I am. I'm starting to understand that people don't really give a fuck like I do. They don't care about protecting me. They don't care about like for them it's for the moment. Like I know every relationship has been is for a benefit, right? For me, I'm it's people that I dated in high school that. Even if they needed me, because my mind was my mind has always been different as it resulted to relationships. I'm about to be forty. I've been out of high school since 2000. If they called me and said that they like people that I dated said that they needed something and I had it or had the means to get it, I would I would help them right because it's not the right now for me. I'm, I've always looked at the bigger picture. Yeah, people say that that's stupid. Oh, yeah, you're easier this or that. No, nah, I'm a caring person. If I ever said that I loved you, I meant that shit. the The degree of the love or the level of the love is different. You see what I'm saying? I'll like I love you in a way that I don't want to see you harm. I don't want to see no hurt come to you. I want to see you succeed, even if I like because I'm not. I'm not going out there looking for. Like looking to follow or stalk my exes. That's not my get now. But if we cross paths and we have some type of connection, just know that I'm I'm still me. A lot of people don't have that. Right. And I'm learning that with people who deal with me. Because I have an emotion because I'm at an emotional deficit, I don't be missing people for real. That's not ego. That's just I. Right, all right. Cool. You're not here. um I don't talk to you daily. I don't see you daily. So it's just like out of sight, out of mind for me. But if, if I'm alerted or if I feel like, like triggered about something, then yeah, I'll, I'll jump to protect. I'll jump to, you know, call, yada, yada, whatever. I'm learning as I'm trying to heal that I'm not extra, that I'm not dramatic, that my emotions my feelings my words do matter for me i try to be even when i'm off like for real for off like right now i'm for real for real off and what i mean by that is sleep is bad eating is bad uh uh hella dark thoughts just bouncing back and forth. Like it's just so much going on. So what I, I I've been over how can I do it? I've I've been immersing myself in my business. Immersing myself on new ideas, immersing myself and what, you know, in the kids, not necessarily in their business because they're their own people. And I don't want to violate their personal space because I'm struggling with what I'm struggling with. Right. But I'm noticing that other people don't have that, that switch in their mind. A lot of people are afraid to remove ego and move in accountability because that shit hurt. And it takes it takes some time. It takes some some time for you to really be like, yo, I'm really a piece of shit. Or, yo, I'm really a nice person. Why people keep treating me like this? I chose to be deliberate this week because I feel myself drifting again, right? And though I'm drifting towards healing, it's a lot of dead air in my head. And when, when that happens, the chaos, like I'm, I'm, I'm accepting of the chaos. Like it is what it is. there's a like i start thinking about collateral damage just in general of what it what it truly means and i start thinking like why am i so concerned with collateral damage and no one else is meaning why do i hold back what i what i want to say why do i take the other person's feeling into account why do i have a stance of my responses Are predicated on if I ever want to talk to you again or not Like why do Why am I thinking about that But everybody that I deal with Is just boom 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 Kill shot It doesn't matter that What's being done to me affects my kids It doesn't matter that it affects my time at work Doesn't matter that it affects yada 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 It doesn't matter Why do I think like that But the people who I deal with do not That was both refreshing and heartbreaking to me when I had come to that. Like, I'm really sitting down and I'm not, like, I am not perfect by no means. And as much as I say um, good with the good, bad with the bad, like, my good and bad are pretty, pretty equal. My bad, though, is not for people that I love. Not saying it, like... Me stealing cars, me stealing from stores, me stealing in general, you know, like. I was getting it in. I was getting it in. Because I needed to survive. But it doesn't take away what what my actions did to affect the next person, yeah. When you're in that lifestyle, you have to deal with, you know, danger and violence. Yeah, you 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 tunnel vision. That's the that's that life, you know. But as a result, to the people that that I love, I'm looking at it like, damn, is this my punishment? Uh, my my punishment? Is this my punishment for all the cars? for all the, the the items of my youth. Like is 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 the way that these people treat me in relationships is that is that karma from that life, right? I'm a firm believer that I have to pay for everything that I did. Like that's just how the universe works. That's how balance works. You gotta you gotta you gotta pay back. So when I'm going, when, when, when I go through things and something is like completely out of order, I count that as collateral damage from me stealing a car a decade ago. Me stealing from the store 12 years ago. Me stealing from the outlet. Like I count this, I count that as payback. Like, all right, cool. I paid like, all right, there go that. And as I'm looking into my relationships, I'm like, damn, why y'all, like, why even while y'all were doing me wrong or while y'all was, was manipulating me mentally, like y'all learned me and used me against me. I don't believe that there was no true, true care in any of my adult relationships, including my marriage. There was no true care. Like it was the benefit of who I was. I feel like that and I feel like that in a lot of friendships too because like once the benefit is gone everybody's gone. I don't look at the 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 argument that you having with me. I'm paying attention I, I do need to know what you know what's going on but I'm not really I don't really care for the right now because if I'm wrong I'm gonna fix the wrong like that's just who I am but if you are wrong and you still yelling and you still doing shit now I got to see what the collateral damage is of you having the attitude you speaking to me that way um, how that's gonna make me feel people never think about How the argument is going to make your partner feel, how the disrespect is going to make your friend feel. People never really think about that. I'm no better than nobody else. I'm telling you through healing, through being hurt, through frustration, through me isolating. I learned a lot of stuff sitting in my own thoughts and playing stuff back with no with no one to tell me I'm tripping with no one to to get on my case. About being extra. I can be emotional. I can be stern. I can be uh, uh, absolute in my feelings when I'm by myself and I'm analyzing. Because like I said, it's not ego anymore. I want to be a better person. I was tripping the other day because things were going things been going on at work and I, I really try to keep that out of it, um, even though that that is a part of my week And it really frustrates me about certain things, but that's corporate America. And and I want to be more deliberate about my mental week more so than work, work with shit. It's as per usual. Yes, there's things in there that um, mess up my my day, both uh, energy wise uh, uh, and mental. Yes. Okay, we got it. It's corporate America. It is what it is. I can't control that. I need like the kids need healthcare. But as a result to how certain things continue to grow and move forward through healing, it's like, nah, I gotta I gotta start really being more stern about things. I really gotta stop with this trying to protect people's um, uh, is it an an enemy? However you say it, um, because I'm not gonna be able to heal, right? And when that came to me, like, bro, you're you're trying to heal, but you're trying to protect the people who try, who who created most of the trauma. In that moment, I realized, damn, bro, you you keep saying you a certain way. And every single time so far, you know, it's been a few hit or miss. But for the most part, when you are challenged with that thing again, you're not reacting the same. You're not responding the same. I realize that it takes some sort of conditioning for you to feel like when you feel that that pinch of rage that like, yo, I'm like. I'm about to blow this whole shit up. Me being deliberate in how I want to be seen for myself, and how I, I like who I want to be. I'm able to be like, all right, bet. I'm about to slap the shit out of you, like in my mind. So I, I got to get away from you. You got to get away from me. Cause this this not working. Cause I shouldn't have. I I shouldn't like like. I shouldn't have that thought in my mind, like period, unless you got a weapon on me, unless, you know, we are in a situation to where we're physically fighting, like, I shouldn't have that thought, but I I do sometimes, I'll be dealing with people and I'll be like, yo, I'm about to slap the shit out of you and whoever around this motherfucker, I'm about to blow this whole shit up, and so I know that about me, so I'm like, nah, I gotta get away from you. So I'm going through the stuff at work um, that tore me up having these thoughts of like, dang, really, pe- people really be taking your silence for fear. Like, fam, I'm crazy. All I know is I'm getting back to my kids. Everything, if, if I let me go, if I stop trying to be the best version of me that I feel, if I stop trying um, to control my temper and control my anger, everything gonna be about fighting. I, I know I'll be on this podcast and I'll be rambling and stuff like that. I know, you know, the 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 two group chats that I'm in, um, I know, you know, I'll be rambling and stuff, but I, I'm comfortable. I don't I don't really like talking for real I don't I really don't like I really like that's just not my thing like I talk all day at work I get on a podcast and talk I get on the the, uh when I'm recording the poetry like and I'm consistent with what I'm doing so everything is me talking so I don't really be wanting to talk for real. but people take that as oh like he he weak He's this, you know. He's just going to be polite and he, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, and he's on like. It's all a part of a part of accountability is making sure that people respect you at the level that you respect them at. It's important that they are aware that they are being disrespectful. It's important that you stand up for yourself and no matter to, to no matter who it may be. And so this issue with me not being on my meds is a double-edged sword. Because I was on it so long, it feels like a necessity, like it's affecting my sleeping without, you know, without me taking it so like that, like really bad. But it has stuff, it, it suppresses stuff so well that now I'm able to see clear, you know, like as, as much chaos as it is. I'm able to see clear the issues. And little by little, I, I, I start working on, on that. I start understanding, hey, stop protecting that person. That person would not protect you from a swarm of bees, let alone something that's life or death. Like I, I I hold people up on a pedestal a lot because I feel like like y'all like they be important and they do to me right. But I'm not looking for like if I'm being if 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 I am your friend for real, if I am your partner for real, if I am uh, your your team member for real, right? I'm looking how I'm looking at how to make it work. I'm paying attention to the stuff that that we need help with, but I'm looking at like, how, how I'm looking for where I can help at. I'm looking for what you know, what you can offer as well. A lot of people just look about what they can get, and they they keep going and they say certain things and they do certain things, and it's very difficult to deal with when you already feel extra and dramatic and stuff like that, right? It makes it hard for. A person to be expressive in any way. That's why a lot of people are forced, and, and I don't want to say forced like that. That's why a lot of people have therapy. A lot of people have moments to where like they just don't fuck with people in general. Like for me, I'm at an emotional uh deficit. So I'm if you, if I don't talk to you, I don't talk to you. And it's not me like fuck this fuck that like i just, like i'm at the point now to where everybody has a life everybody has things that they have to do yada yada whatever i'm not i can't allow myself to think that everything is beef it's no purpose i think about the aftermath of everything like and when i'm in the midst of it yeah i'm focused i'm doing this i'm doing that but there's a point in an argument, there's a point in a discussion, there's a point in a debate, in a meeting, whatever that you grasp whatever the issue is, and now your mind is like, okay, what is gonna be the downfall of of these statements, these actions, who is it gonna affect, how um and preferably they're not pre- that's the wrong word. What the fuck am I doing? Um and how long It's going to be, right? I'm sitting here, and the reason why this subject did collateral damage, because my two sons was into it, my kids, it's funny because I know they be cussing, but I just tell them, like, don't let me catch you cussing. Like, it is what it is. I, sorry, you guys. I didn't take my allergy pill last night, so I'm kind of congested, yada, yada, whatever. But anyway, I came out of my room one night and I hear Junior like, all I know is y'all better give me my fucking money. So I'm like, and Junior is is my angel. That's my baby. He He could do no wrong in my eyes. Like, not like that, but Um, cause he been with me through so much. Like he, like if he's there, it's something wrong. Came downstairs, got something to drink. And he, he seen me, he seen me see him. And he still was like, yo, all I know is y'all better have my fucking money. So I'm like, what is going on? Twin is on the game and I hear him laughing. Ha 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 ha. He don't got it. He don't got it. And I'm thinking like, who, like who don't got it? So now I'm standing at the top of the stairs because I got to figure out what's going on. Junior saying somebody owes him some money. Twin on a headset laughs what somebody talking about he don't got it. So I stayed like maybe two, three minutes, listen to the interaction, whatever. Next morning, woke everybody up. Hey, come here. And I went off. I went off. I told Junior, hey, at some point you got to realize that. Twin don't fuck with you for real. I said, you have to start understanding that as much as I want y'all to be close as me and my brothers uh, were and are. I have to teach you to defend yourself. When they were born, I was like, like I was in in my deepest form of being in, in church, right? And each of my kids, I prayed in their ear and I told them, I'm going to protect you as long as I'm breathing. I'm going to protect you from any and everything that I can that is humanly possible for me, even if it's me, even if I'm the one that is. The one hurting you or whatever I told them that I meant that shit They've got many examples of Where I felt like I was Hurting them or going to hurt them And I moved accordingly To keep them protected Their situation they've been through with their mom And I put to to keep them protected So I'm telling him This is the second violation That your brother has done to you And if you don't say anything He's going to continue to do it. I said, I'm not mad at you. I'm just a bit frustrated because you keep allowing him to do this to you. You are looking at it through the lens of a big brother and I got to do what I got to do. I said, you have to understand. If I disrespected Duck, that's my brother that is like a father to me, right? If I disrespected Duck, you better believe there's gonna be a reprimand on some. Hey, you like who do you think you are? Type stuff. Not as a threat or a bully, but because I Kev does or a Junior does so much for them that he don't have to. And Twin don't understand that. Twin feel like, oh well, Dad's always gonna make him do something because he's the older brother, and that's not the case. So I get that out of the way. And I told Twin, I said, Twin, I said, you are you are two seconds away from me reneging on my not putting my hands on you, Claus. I said, because you keep disrespecting my son. Right. I said, and you don't understand that you were causing more than just ha ha with this friend that you guys just basically took his 14 dollars. I said, you laughing. I said, and get all the laughs out that you want, because all that hanging with your friends is done until I feel like like you get the picture. And He's like, huh? I said, do not talk to me until the situation is fixed. He's like, no, he always knew he was going to get the money back. Yada, yada. I said, if he knew that. Why he cussing y'all out for the money And why you laughing with somebody else on the thing Like ah he don't got it Like that's your brother I said see you looking at the right now It's funny you you get to get what you want On this playstation and yada yada whatever But he's sitting here telling you Yo where's my money at I needed that money for lunch Y'all pretty much said y'all Was going to shoot it back to me So I told him I said, see, you look at, oh, he's mad for today. What you don't see is you got your friends laughing in his face and playing with him. And he don't realize it, but I do. I said, so he's up at that school and y'all are friends and he's buying people snacks and this, that, and the other because him and him and one of your other homies is the only ones that got jobs, so they don't – they buying snacks, buying candy, let's go here, let's do that, let's do this. And my son is so gentle and so nice, he's not going to tell y'all no. I said, but you know that because that's your brother. But you got these people laughing in his face. So while he's at school thinking he has real friends and stuff, you sitting there kicking it with the people that are disrespecting him. And if you disrespect him, They're going to disrespect him. Now I have to deal with the collateral damage of if Junior start fucking these little kids up because you have opened the door to disrespect him. Now what? So you have to understand the collateral damage of your actions. And so that's why like it like this week. It just hit me like. Clearly, he's not getting the lesson of me, you know, of how I handle certain things. Clearly, he doesn't see the 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 connection that me and my my brother have. Me and my brother didn't talk for over nine months. Over. Ten, actually, ten, so almost a year. Not one time was there a disrespectful statement out of my mouth towards my brother. Not one time. Were you getting that example from that it's okay to be shitty to your siblings? Were you getting that example from that it's okay to do this without having any thought of the aftermath of how how he looks and how people are going to treat him? And it hit me like, all right, bet, like people don't really understand. Yeah, he's 14 and stuff like that, but I can't sit here and call him. Oh, he's so smart. He's such a genius when he does right and does things above his his uh his age limit or his his what should be his mental capacity like when he does stuff above that I can't sit here and be like oh you're a genius and da, 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 da but then when you're a shitty person I'm like oh he's still a genius no you're dumb and you don't understand but I'm gonna learn you because I have to because you my kid and you're not gonna I, I said, I'm. A, I said, I'm going to protect my kids from from everything, including myself, if need be. So now I got to protect my oldest against you because you you think that shit cute. He comes in my room, Dad. You said, you said we could talk about it when when he get his money back. Twin comes in my room. Y'all know Twin don't really like talking for real. Comes in my room, yo. You said we could we could talk about it once he gets his money back. I'm like, okay. Well, he got his money back. Okay. And he's like kind of pacing a little bit because, again, him and I have the same attitude. He already know what type of time I'm on if he on that type of time. Kind of moving back. And then he was like, well, I'm trying to figure out why I'm in trouble. So... You didn't hear what I said to you or what? He got his money. This is him. He got his money back. So I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why I'm in trouble. So whatever. I tell you, I allow my kids to, to talk they shit and, you know, come to me or whatever. So I say you in trouble because you don't understand the, the, the concept of being loyal to your brother. You don't understand the concept of how you maneuver with the brother and your own friend group. I said me, I got DW, I got Tati, I got uh I got Mac, uh, I got the homie Steve, like nothing is ever funny with them in regards to my siblings. I don't care how cool I am with anybody, you are not going to disrespect my siblings. Especially if I know that you you are somebody that my my sibling hangs around with, too, or you or I know that, you know, because they're two years apart. So their friend groups, they're all close too. you know what I mean? So it's like. I'm going to fuck about the fourteen dollars. You're in trouble because the snowball effect that you've now caused, because now this is the second for real, for real violation towards your brother that you allow people to laugh in his face. I'm going to fuck about that. Fourteen dollars. He should have overcharged y'all for doing that. I'm mad because you don't understand the, the snowball effect that you have created. So until I feel like you understand the importance of, of who your brother is to you, all that extra shit is over. Be cool with your friends at school. Y'all can laugh. That shit's over. You are not about to have people playing in my son's face. I don't care if that's your brother. Until you learn. All right. All the extras over because it's like and, and not even because of I'm a bully, but because you're now affecting the energy of my house. Ain't no extra hanging out. Bring your ass home. Bring your motherfucking ass here, boy. What, did, what does he say on, on, on that little clip? Like, I'm not playing that. You not about to have people playing in my son's face because you think it's funny and you so addicted to this goddamn PlayStation that you don't even think about it. And I'm like, damn, he don't even understand what collateral damage is. Like, what is, like I learned that in school. Like how you don't realize that what you're doing is not affecting this person for the moment. It's affecting this person for the moment and everything that comes with it. Excuse me. Like my like looking at that, my trust issues are at an all time high. Just in general, just in looking at the the violations and looking at um. The discrepancies that I have in my life with people that that I love, people that I'm cool with, people that I like a little bit, people that I'm associated with. Like, I'll be looking at all that and it sucks to have this thought process. But again, it comes from trauma. You're extra. You, oh my God, why? You like, be a man, da, 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 da. I don't want to hear that shit like that. And so you hold it all in. But then when you get to a certain point and you and, and, and you explode now, it's you never said nothing like you, you, you should have said something like I did say something. But because your response was you extra you drama or because your response was um, very uh, demeaning and disrespectful, it's like I'm never telling you nothing again. But instead of me saying I'm never telling you nothing again and leaving stayed there and encountered more mental abuse, more verbal abuse. I'm not blaming them, I'm blaming me because I saw the issue. I just was so much in love and and I feel like I could fix it. I feel like I could make it better. And the whole while I'm falling deeper and deeper and deeper into the, the abuse of being who they want me to be. The collateral damage of that is freaking astronomical. it sent me down a whirlwind of 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 bs and again goes back to i'm trying to be deliberate right i'm trying to interact with people more i'm trying and and with that it's proving why isolation is so so important for me and so uh needed for me right cuz once you start allowing people in and uh having conversation having conversations with them, learning their energy, their spirits, et cetera, and kind of listening to what they're going through. And you know, you you have uh conversations back and forth and so things that are things are going into your mind. And now it's like Dang you back at square one because it's like do I really trust this person. Do I really trust that what they're saying is has uh is beneficial to us both because now I'm in a I'm in a uh uh what is it quid quid pro Quid pro quo, is it that? Now I gotta look it up because if DW hear me say it without without knowing it's correct, I don't have time to be roasted for a fucking week about it. So give me a second. Um, I'll go ahead. It is. It's quid pro quo. So that's where I'm at with life right now. Like it gotta be. It, it, it gotta be. It got to be a, a back and forth, right? Let me see. Yeah, it, it, that's how I am in life. So if I'm giving you something, you got to give me something. Preferably it's not drama or disease. So like I was saying, my trust issues are at an all-time high right now. Um, I tell you all often that treat people how you want to be treated is insane. Like I go out of my way to learn people. I learned, you know, their likes, their, their dislikes. I learned their, um, their love language. I, love, uh, I learned their, like, who they are in the friendship or how they need to be treated in the friendship, right? A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't have that in them. A lot of people are not prepared to release their ego, because we are, we, that's drilled in our head as, as, as youth, right? Be tough, be strong, um, be a stand-up guy, be a woman with, with standards, be like you, you, we're taught that constantly. We are taught to be these things for other people. We're not taught to, to, to be, to do them for ourselves or be this, be this for, for ourselves, I learned that, like I learned how to move accordingly in friendships and relationships by being hurt in real time, by being hurt as it results to being collateral damage, um, and as it hurts or as it results to just me overall being affected by it. Where were we? Um my trust issues are at an all time high. Like I often like I often say that the lesson of treating people how you want to be treated is is, is it's an insane concept to me. It's insane because like I stated in during this entire mental health check, there's people out there who don't take the time to understand the aftermath of an argument a disagreement a debate like it just doesn't it doesn't add up it doesn't add up i'm I'm not the come on, y'all, we got caught type of person. If I'm involved in something and regardless of how I'm treated, done, how, uh, whatever, I'm not a, hey, y'all, come on, we got caught. I'm more of a, all right, I got I to gotta note that as one of the lessons that I need to learn. And that's how I move. I move in a way that I understand my words, my words right now. I could say something to or about somebody right now and they could not be tripping. But maybe their siblings are tripping. Maybe a friend heard me say this. Maybe somebody heard me say this. And now the collateral damage is I got to look over my shoulder because I've said something to someone or did something to someone that I didn't. I wasn't sure how, you know, what they what they are about or what they're doing. Collateral damage is defined as an injury inflicted on something other than an intended target. We often don't realize the physical strain it puts on our minds and bodies. It's normal for us to have this reactions that are sometimes overboard. But at what cost? Like, think about the worst reaction that you've had to something in real time and then think about what happened a few days later. Think about. Who would affect it? Think about how long it it took people to get over it or get through it. I look at that every single time I respond to someone. Every single time I think about that, my ego is still there. Don't don't get it twisted. But I'm in a lot more control of it than I was a decade ago. You know, uh, I'm more in control of it than I was even two years ago, three years ago. Because I realized that my ego was going to put me in situations that are going to be detrimental to not only me, but my kids. So I can't be out here, you know, wilding out. I can't like I can't be on that. Yo, everybody could get it. I'll slap everybody in here. Right. Like. I love that meme where where it, it says, I'll slap everybody in here, but it got people looking back, like, oh, who? Like, like what you talking about? That's ego. Ego will have you feeling like you can air anything out whenever you want to. Like, I've I, I've been there, I'm still kind of there. I it is what it is. I do have my moments, especially in regards to my kids. To where that thought is constant, I will, like, you have no idea the, the lengths I'm willing to take it to protect my kids. Because I lost two. So when stuff is in regards to, to the kids, I'm like, that's a touchy subject, not because uh, I'm fragile. That's a touchy subject because I'll kill you over my kids. Like, that's how serious I, I I I take it. And with the trauma of losing one of my kids to death, there's still a, a high level ego as a re- result to that. But I know that. So I don't put myself in those situations. I don't respond in a way that's going to have you attack me or say something that you're going to wish you didn't. I'm very much so. Like when you little, when anybody talk about your mom or your dad, like, and they be like, but, but he he said, fuck my mom. He said, my dad ain't shit. Like, and then you just fight and now you're in trouble because of words, you know, your parents, you know, if they, this or that, like what? But again, my it's still there over my kid. It's still there over certain, uh, over certain types of disrespect. I'm a person that you probably can, you can probably verbally disrespect me. Like, I'm not even going to front. One, because I'm a little bit slow. Um, so a lot of times when, when, when it's an underhanded disrespect, I won't catch it for a couple of days. But I catch it eventually, right? So it's like, when it hits me, it's like, oh, you think I'm a bitch, because because I d cause I didn't say nothing. So you think you're gonna keep talking to me like this? Like you got one chance for me to to for me to be like, that was strange. The second one to be like, oh, you you really talking to me crazy because I would never talk. And so now, word to my brother Duck. Now I have to speak in a way that's going to pop your eyes out, meaning it's going to bring you forefront. You're going to you're going to have to pay attention to what I'm saying, um, whether you like it or not. The difference now is when I'm in that mode, it's important for me to let you know how serious I am without being threatening. And I've mastered that. Right. For me, for me, I've mastered that so that I feel comfortable with myself and I can, you know, attempt to sleep and, and, and do what I need to do. Um, and do what I need to do. My goal is for enough people to understand. How much how much more valuable. Accountability accountability is over ego. If you know yourself enough and you move in that way, you can control the collateral damage that you cause. But it takes a lot because you 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 scared, you fear people laughing at you, you fear Long, uh, being alone, you fear how your family gonna look at you. You fear all these things, but you haven't even got to how you feel for real. Your mind, your ego is stuck on what everybody else see you as, what everybody else see what you're going through. You still, you four or five, you are like f- a number four or five on the list of people. That cares about your well-being At least enough that it, uh, It's an opinion that you value Like think about how crazy that is You don't value your own opinion first When you get dressed What do you do You, you post a picture like fit check And determine on how, mu- how many comments you get You may or may not change that fit Do you like that fit or not? Everybody keeps talking about being the bigger person. I'm letting you know, they knew you was the bigger person. That's why they keep fucking with you. And you don't see it every time because you're looking for the right now and you're skipping over the stuff after. For me, like, nah, you talk to me a certain way. Yeah, I'm figuring out what like, what type of time you're on. But later on, like now I have to analyze the entire situation. Like We see people die We see people go through what they What they do, right We stop at Protest We stop at becoming an activist We stop at um, Alright, we need this law in place We need to do this we, Like For this not to happen again, right So that's what the focus starts to be. It's always the oh, the police shot a black person. Black on black crime, uh, uh, abortion law, like we like, whatever, right? All of that. We're not thinking about the person that shot is affected. The person who got shot is dead or affected What if that What if those two people were both heads of their households And again I know this is going to sound strange to y'all Because why, why would that matter It matters It matters why parents aren't there It matters Like it matters the why Why are you not here Bills Health Mental stuff You sitting here You know My dad got killed And yada yada or whatever And no one letting you express it That's collateral damage Creating more collateral damage This man had no idea The person he shot has kids He didn't think about that right now He didn't think about that All he thinking about is I want to shoot somebody Or whatever Whatever goes through people's mind When they want to be violent Or whatever Whatever goes through your mind I implore you to, to, to think a few steps ahead If you do this, that's going to happen That's going to happen That's going uh, to happen These are things that are generational Gone without correction Racism is, 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 is an evil that has been going on for generations Without correction I know poverty is a mind state. No, poverty is not a mind state. However, when you are in poverty or when you are in low income situations, when your money is is not right, think about what's going to happen if you go rob this, if you go rob that. Think about the consequences along with the good. Like really sit down and think about that. Like it's something about me being off these meds that has made the idea of planning things and events and looking 10 steps forward has th- this is caused, right? So now when I'm when 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 I see certain things, how I'm not too concerned about what's right here. I'm concerned about 1 year from now when now this kid is fucking up in life because your parent was taken away from them. I'm looking at the teacher that gets the brunt of the attitude of the kid that lost the parent. And don't know why. I'm looking at the reaction of the of the teacher, of the counselor, of the employer that doesn't understand, like you going through something. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at how to prevent that. So as long as I have that vision ahead of me, my responses to things, my actions to things are a little bit better for me. I don't care if you know that I'm right. I don't care if you know that I'm tough. I don't care if you are uh, aware that I'm off and you know how immediate my temper gets. I don't care. What I care about is how do I make sure that I am only shooting at my target? I'm saying that loosely. It's about preparation, so I know what type of time you on because I, I, I observe you. Your words change. Your moods change. The way you text change. The music you listen to, it changes. I look at all of that. So I make sure that when I'm ready to respond to certain things, I am able to respond directly. It's not an overall. It's not a a hearsay. It's a yo, this is the conclusion that I came to. What's popping? A lot of us don't have that ability to do that. A lot of us are just really on some like reckless rambo type shit, just like getting to the money, um, getting to whatever, like getting to relationships, whatever. It's like there's no concern or care about the full picture. That's dangerous. Is dangerous even even a freehand artist knows the boundaries in which they about to draw in right their minds work in a way that it's like all right I have this amount of canvas but this is the only amount this is the amount of canvas that I want to use in this particular thing that's how life should be that's how it is for me when I'm Maneuvering around I know my boundaries So I stay within I stay within my my boundaries If I'm forced to get out of my boundaries Then I, I don't I can't even Begin to express how dangerous that could be For everybody And I don't want that I want Peace so I'm shooting directly at you. I don't, I'm not, I'm not worried about the, I'm, uh, I am, I have analyzed enough to shoot at you directly and then not affect anybody else around. It took accountability. It took me to sit my ass down and it took me to battle that thought of looking soft and, oh, and, and, uh, they think you a punk. They think you a bitch. It took so long for me to battle that thought like, If I know me, what does it matter that or or what does it matter what you think about me? As a result to how I'm moving through life, not like if I'm if I'm disrespectful and and being rude and all that, that's a different thing. That needs correction. But I want to be I want to be so ahead of the correcting part that all that stuff is at a minimal. I want to be in a position to where I could sleep at night without feeling like people on bullshit. I can go to the store if I need to. I can go, you know, move around my town if I want to. If I wanted to go back home um, and move around town, like, I'm aware of that. So I don't say certain things, not because I'm scared, but because I want peace. I want peace. I'm too old, I don't want to do that I'm telling you right now I live in a state where owning guns is, is legal I've gotten into one altercation to where I felt like I would have been on, on Dateline On some protecting my house type shit But you know how it go as a black person But I'm, I don't, like my mind don't even go to fighting no more and I, I, that's bad. Not that it goes immediately to to trying to um, shoot someone. It goes to. I don't really want a no problem. You clearly you need this victory. Clearly, you need to to feel better than than someone. You clearly you need to feel stronger than someone feel like, you know, you you ahead of them. You got a big dog. Cause if I if if I respond and shut it down, it's it's, it's going to affect so much more, and I realize that. So I've done the work to to silence my ego, or to tame my ego. I've done the work to tame my ego, so you you can have that. You can have the the rah rah. You can have the yeah. That's what I thought, bitch. You can have all that. Alright, Bet. But stay over there with that. Like stay stay in the gossip rooms with that over there. Don't 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 come over here with that. Stay over there and tell them I'm a punk. Stay over there and tell them that I'm weak. Stay over there and tell them I'm a deadbeat. Stay over there and tell them um I'm five seven, five eight. Tell them, you know, I fluctuate on the scale. Like go over there with that. Because if you come over here with that, after I have done all the work to allow it to be a positive interaction, if you come over here with that, it lets me know that you're not trying to be positive. I'm more of who I say that I am than I thought. Because I keep getting challenged with things to test if I am what I say that I am. And I am so much further along than I thought. Because this week I've I've been tested by so much, past two weeks by so much. And I'm still able to get up and do the podcast and tell y'all, you know, and have this conversation with you sitting on the pod couch and not sitting in somebody's jail. I take pride in my loyalty to people. I take my pride in, in, in understanding no matter how difficult it is. Yeah, certain things that I just like, man, that hurts so, so bad. But I understand. Like you you, until you have to look somebody in the face and tell them, hey, I know you don't really think what you're doing is affecting everything. But it is. It's time for you to 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 get away. Like when you have to tell somebody that relationship, friendship, whatever. It's like, do you know how selfish you have to be for somebody to say, "Hey, you being away and it's affecting everyone," and I don't think you see it. Old me would just be yelling and mad and da da da. Like without without real action. But because I battled my ego and I understand collateral damage, it's like, nah, bro. Nah, I can't. I, I can't live like that. Like we see so much going on with 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 people being hurt, with um, you know people being evicted right now, and people not having no food, and and and, and there's no help. And with the government like even if they do understand it's like they don't care because what's going to happen the 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 collateral damage of people losing jobs, homes, not being able to afford uh food not of being able to uh afford transportation um without those things you you don't get to have a job so the the collateral damage of no help for people who are really doing their best to make ends meet is robbery It's boosting. It's doing any and everything that you can to get the need that 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 you've worked so hard for. But for whatever reason, it's being ignored. You know how hard it is to work. 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week and still not be able to have the bare minimum. You know how like do you like like think about that? It's people going to work 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week. They don't live a crazy they don't live a crazy life. Maybe one, two kids, right? Working just to pay a bill is going to turn people into robbers. Denying people, you know, EBT, denying people rental assistance, denying people all these things. The collateral damage is the purge. And people are going to get to a point to where they see no like jail becomes. A mansion to a person who's on the brink of. Poverty. People will risk their freedom to feed their kids, risk their freedom to steal things, to pawn, to sell, to whatever, to make ends meet, to pay rent, to get a car. But one day th- these things are not going to be working. It's going to be too much inflation and, and not enough uh, uh, pay increase, not enough living wage type situation happening in corporate America. Um, and then, boom, we're, we're a third world country. Right now, with so many people, that are the collateral damage of wars that we've that the country has fought, uh, collateral damage of of a loss being put into effect like we're we're all collateral damage of all the good and bad choices that the country has made. We right now we're in a situation to where inflation is out of control, gas prices out of control, food prices out of control. Like everything is out of control and there's no help. And when people don't see help in sight, it's over. It's over. Store the, the 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 stores get robbed. Now we have to worry about the money that the store is losing, how that affects them emotionally, how that affects their family, uh how that affects their bloodline for years to come. Like what's what's like what is the downfall of all of this? As I sit here and going through my healing, I realize that somebody like enough of us have to kill our ego and move in accountability for there to be some type of change nobody wants to be the first one to uh to go against the grain nobody wants to be the first one to attempt to fix no one wants to be no one wants to sit there by themselves and do that so we have a lot of tv babies we have a lot of uh reality tv mimickers we have a lot of uh, stereotypes from these reality shows. from And it's like, it's, it's killing us. It's killing us. We already have a lot of stuff that we have to deal with in our regular life, but putting that, putting that, uh, that pressure on ourselves to be what, what society tells us that we are, we don't know. I'm not sitting here claiming to be like no guru or no guru or anything like that. But what I know is that to a certain extent I was able to remove myself from the emotional matrix that everybody else is living on. You got to have this amount of money to do this. you gotta be married by this time. you gotta have kids by this time. If you don't do this, then you are a bum. If you don't pay my bills, then you are this. If you don't give me sex when I want to, then you are trash. Like it's so much things that that happen that if you just sit down and want to be yourself and want to think for yourself, like a lot of that stuff could be gone. It's hard. It's hard. I'm telling you, I know it is very difficult to get in a position to where you rather heal in a healthy way than heal while having an arsenal of disrespect, having an arsenal of of ego issues, um, of commitment issues, of uh, abuse issues and stuff like that. Like You got to sit yourself down and be like, yo, this is what I want in life what i want what i feel i'm in in line for what i feel like i put my time into we all not going to be rich we all not going to have bbls we not we not all going to have high end cars no matter how hard we work and it's okay but somebody got to say that it's okay I went through my years of paying bills for, for women and stuff like that. Not, you know, and, and every time I get a good amount of money giving it to them, I've been there. This shit is not beneficial. I don't blame them. I blame me. I couldn't bought like I could have bought two houses and in in and, and owned two cars probably by now if I wasn't on my I want y'all to win. Cause in my mind, if I protect y'all, because this is how it's supposed to go. I water you, and you water me, and we both grow. My dumbass is is watering heavy bushes, trees flourishing, beautiful butterflies flying, birds chirping, sunshine and beautiful. And I'm sitting in the rain. These is facts. It's not emotion. I'm looking at it from my eyes from 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 I'm looking at it now from a person who has experienced something. I'm looking back at my shit and I'm like, bruh, you were wilding. And knowing that, now I got to start looking at the bigger picture. I got to start looking at at, at I got to start looking at my boundaries, right? Mine. Not everybody else's, not Ah, you, you, you about to be forty. You should own this, own that, do this, that. No, you don't know what I'm, what I'm doing inside of this house. You don't know what's going on inside of my head to build what I need to build. You don't know what goes on in my relationships, for real. To it's like I'm a person of unison, not comparison. But if you tell them a story and you doing things that don't align with what what we really doing in real life, I can't fuck with you for real. I don't care. I don't care. I tell you all the time. I love very, very, very hard. Don't be surprised if you see me loving someone for a month and then it's over. I'm sorry. I'm traumatized. I'm doing my best to get over that. But the collateral damage of of continuing into these situations is how my emotions now affect my day to day and how now they affect my kids. And then when I put it on them, how that affects their day. And then when they put it on their friends and then how so on and so forth. We got to think about this stuff. There's so much shit that be going on like we just be like, oh, that's just that's just how it is. Fuck that. What do you mean that's how it is? No, that's not how it is for me. I'm gonna keep trying to live the best life that I could possibly live for me. I don't care what society says. I don't care that oh, you know, you you got hella kids and this, that, and the other. Like I, I would listen. I was talking to uh, one of my my lacticians. and I, uh, you know, kids came up. How many kids you got? And I was like, oh, I got six. Um, and then I was like immediately she didn't say anything she did like she didn't insinuate anything i immediately said but to be fair i was married for most of them feeling like oh that's better and she was like nah that's still a lot of fucking kids bro and i'm like It was crazy to me because I immediately got a societal stereotype in my head that having multiple kids is bad unless you're married. And when she was like, "The fuck, that's a lot of fucking kids," like it it tripped me out because I'm like, "Damn." Well, society says that if as long as I had them while married or had them by the you know by the same person, like. It was cool. Nah. So apparently a lot of kids is a lot of kids, no matter how you fucking look at it. But that societal st- uh, stereotype got me being like, I don't want to talk about my kids. I don't I don't want to bring them up. It's a it's a lot. But like I think I told y'all last week, that shit affects me because I'm traumatized as a result to relationships. So that's my that's my crutch. Is it healthy? Nah. But I don't think people really understand how trauma work. When I tell you that I'm terrified, terrified of allowing myself to legit like someone else or allow them to like me for real, man, it's crazy. My kid's been hurt before. Like in my mind, I'm like, yo, I got I got to. I got to deal with this marriage, bad or good, right? I got to deal with this marriage, bad or good, because it's these kids' mom. I know how I feel to want my dad to, to want to, to, to be a part. I know how that feels. But I also know how it feels like seeing interactions and altercations and feeling like, yo, one of these parents is not like the other and we need to get away. I thought about me. I thought about what I, what I was going through. I thought about my feelings, the emotional damage it was causing on me. And at the time, I wasn't thinking about what was going to happen to the kids. I got my kids no matter what. I got them. Period. My mind said I needed to take care of me. So I said, hey, I'm a leave. I pay the bills still, but I'm a leave because I can't I can't deal. Cause you for whatever reason, you not understanding that you hurting me and in hurting me like I'm supposed to be that guy for you. I'm supposed to be the, the best friend for you. But you don't see that you hurting me for real. Like you keep thinking that it's okay. And now I'm realizing that you are an abuser, so I have to get away from you. My biological parents were apart, I wanna say, maybe two, three years. Before um, my mom and my stepdad got together. And even knowing what I know, I still felt a way about not having a real father son relationship with my my dad. Like a real one. Not what y'all saw for people who watch this. Not Coach Howard. Not none of that bullshit. But a genuine relationship with my father. So my goal was to never be that. But in doing so. The collateral damage is now I got to deal with the attitudes of the kids without having a mom. Even though it's, it's not my fault, like I'm I'm good, I'm, I'm doing me. But the collateral damage of the divorce, had affected the kids because now I got to be both parents you across the country. You don't realize that. I've always told, told my ex, as a friend, I understand. Do, do your shit, whatever. But as a partner, this is some fucked up, selfish ass shit. But what's new? And I dealt with and I dealt with and still deal with the attitudes, uh, the emotions, the hurt that comes from that. I didn't think that it was going to be that way because I'm like, I got them. Like, like, okay, do what you want to do, but I got them. And we've been moving like that for years now. But every so often I get the attitude that goes, that's supposed to go to her. I get the frustration that's supposed to go to her. I didn't take that into account. I'm worried about me, my health, like standing up for myself, doing, doing what I need to do. Excuse me. Kids in shambles, collateral damage. They're broken in a way that I can't fix. No matter what advice. No matter what logic. I can't fix it. I can't fix it. So I have a, a, I have a strong strong pang in my heart. That is excruciating, and the idea of why I have that becomes more frustrating. And now I'm challenged with, should I have st- stayed shutting up and just letting her do what she do um, and just being on some all right, kids just you know, your mom while well, and you know come with me?" Like would that would have benefited them better. Again, that's me thinking about everybody else but myself. But these is my kids and I said I would protect them. So me me standing up for myself and saying, "Yo, this is not really it." Like I don't know what's going on, but you you like abuse. I don't, I don't like abuse in that way. Like I I, I like uh, abuse in other ways. But again, even that is that a is, is that triggered from a trauma? Is that do 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 I see abuse how I see it because of how I was raised. So I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at how my kids behave and I'm like, damn, you know, certain instances to where, you know, I hear I hear what they say. Like when they don't think nobody's listening, I hear what they say about me. I hear what they say about their mom. I hear I hear them because I'm a person of protection. I wake up in the middle of the night, have been waking up in the middle of the night to check on all of my kids uh since 2006 when um when Junior was born. So I hear it. It's collateral damage from the that from their mom uh from 2011. My kids tell me I I remember that day we was at the red house and, you know, mom left. She was tripping and and she left. No, 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 bro. Don't, don't, nope. Don't choose sides. You don't understand yet. You're too little to really understand. But when they got to the point to where they registered their, their, their feelings correctly, I was like, oh, shit, I can't keep protecting I can't keep on oh, no, your, mom, your mom. I can't keep doing that shit. So I let it go. You all right? You got your own opinion of, of, of that situation now. I'm never going to let you disrespect me or her, but you have your own thoughts. Like now it's piecing together of what's what. But in real time, all I thought about was myself. I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know that these kids was was who I didn't know. Even in my relationship with my daughter's mom, I didn't know, like, I went in that relationship, like, in love and wanting to to do things and, and have a future and stuff. But I start realizing that if I didn't do what she wanted, the mood changed, the attitude changed, the temperaments changed. And so, again, I'm back in my old ways because I'm extra. I'm drama. You know, my feelings are what they are. When I when I woke up in that relationship. And start realizing, like, hey, you don't respect me for real as a human being, fuck a, a, a father to your daughter, to our daughter, but you don't respect me for real as a human being and I can't deal So I started to be stern in my responses and I started to, you know, I I attempted to have this fight for my daughter. But the disrespect, the disdain that was delivered for me, the comments that were made about, you know, my sons, again, I'm not thinking about collateral damage in real time. I'm in this situation. I'm standing my ground. I'm tired of it. You're not going to keep doing me like this. You're not going to keep saying me like uh, saying these things to me. Um, like I see it, but I never said nothing. And the moment that I stood up, the collateral damage is now you, it's difficult for me to see my kid. You make it uncomfortable like every single time. You're questioning, you know, where you going, what you're doing, what is this, what is that, yada yada. It's my kid. I, I only get four days. Can I have my four days in peace? Are you going to keep on being this way? The collateral damage is I don't get to see my, my, my daughter. My kids now see me cry daily. They see me frustrated for my own reason as a parent. But they don't get to see their sister. So now I have to reel it in because it's collateral damage yet again. And and this is this is the reality of of treating my kids like human beings and not kids. If I'm the 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 parent from the 60s, 70s, I'm not even thinking about how they feel about nothing. I don't care about anything. I'm not pulling my emotions back or anything. I pull my emotions back. I get my kids situated mentally. Yo, this this is what it is. Like I never told them what what was said. They just knew that. All right, let's ride it out. Let's see when you know. Let's see when we'll be able to see money again. So now, because I recognize abuse, I recognize verbal abuse, I uh, uh, recognize disrespect and stuff like that, and I'm feeling like, oh wow. This is not a relationship that you really want to be in because of how you are treating me, how you are speaking to me, the things that you are saying for real. So I got to go. Did I go in the correct way? No, I didn't. Do I care about not going in the correct way? No. Because I'm tired of being that wimpy character of I'm going to do what you say, how you say it. Um just because sex is good, just because the good times that you know the, the the minimal good times that we have, they good, they make me feel a way like I haven't felt before. But in reality my kids are suffering because I chose to stand up and defend myself. My last relationship I got kids. She got kids. Changes the entire situation. Because we are inheriting each other's kids. And this was a serious ass relationship. This was very, very serious. But I couldn't express my emotions for real. I couldn't say this is how I feel about this and I I don't like it without it being matched with uh, your drama, your extra, you seeing things, it's this, it's that. And because I loved her, like, like I sent for her. Let me let me just let me just keep it a buck. I sent for this woman. When I tell you that. That was the most complete I ever felt. Not that she completed me, but I sent for her. The consequence of. Me getting my lick back broke up a family. My kids loved her. Her kids loved me. They have been talking, seeing each other and I don't know how long. Because I couldn't be mature enough because say what the fuck you want to. I'm the type of person that is certain things I'm just not leaving about. I would rather have a conversation about but it's certain things that oh, you want to keep playing, so now let me let me play too in the in the moments of let me play too, I was not thinking about. Losing her kids out of the relationship, I wasn't thinking about my kids losing her from the relationship. What I felt was, "Oh, you think it's sweet," and so I go instead of having the conversation because again, it's a lot of things. Like I don't, I don't really care about relationships. So you could do whatever, but if it's something that I feel strongly about and you. Like on some bullshit like Oh you looking at this wrong or yada yada or whatever And I've been looking at it for years All right, you're not going to understand Like so now I got to slow you down And get my leg back so we can have a conversation I got my leg back And that shit was over Over you hear me Over 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 The collateral damage Is all of the kids are fucked up behind that all of them like like when i say this relationship was real like they considered each other brothers like that's how real like the the relationship was i don't know how her kids feel about the breakup cuz i don't talk to them i don't know how what like i don't know if their behavior changed got better whatever i don't know that i didn't think about that in the midst of me getting my lick back I don't. I, I like again now. My because because my kids been with me, so now you got a broken marriage, you got a broken relationship with a sister. Now you gain bonus. You gain a bonus mom that loves you. With bonus brothers that love you, and all that's fine and dandy, but, ma'am. You were we're not being fair to me and I can no longer grit and bear it. And I don't know how to get you to understand because I said to you, this is this and that is that. um, And you still didn't listen. See, I'm playing all this stuff and I'm being honest and I'm being open. So because I want you guys to know that. Collateral damage is real. And in the moments that we feel like we are doing the best thing, those are the moments that we got to stop and start thinking about it right I don't feel bad about any reaction that I've ever given that caused collateral damage more than I do about my um my last relationship because I sent for her and when I was tested to to lead properly when I was tested to uh to stand up and really be about something, I chose my ego. I chose the ego response. I chose the the childish, immature, instead of me really, really, really trying to talk to you, I'm going to take those few times in passing that we had conversations and I've tried to uh, directly express my emotions to you. And you said that I was extra and you said, boy, you tripping and stuff like that. I'm going to take those moments and I'm going to feel like that's what you're going to say right now. So I'm going to get my lick back. I don't care about how these kids are going to feel about this or that later. That's ego. That's ego. These moments created this, this space for me to uh, analyze my responses and my behaviors Because if I gotta, if I gotta sit on the bench, I want to make sure that I did everything right before I set my ass down before I got set down. like I'm, I'm very quick to humble myself. I don't need no one to humble me. I'm very quick to do it myself. But these are all situations that I wasn't thinking about, but these are also situations that made me realize, hey, it's time to start really thinking about how your responses are very drastic. And they affect a lot of people. So now I do that. Because for me, my goal is the kids being good. My goal is them not having the same mental hangups as I have uh, them learning and, and understanding the effects that what they say and what they do have on not only the person that they're saying or speaking and doing it with. It has so like the, the the ripple that it causes in the universe is crazy insane. And it's important that we know that because I got here now. Yeah, I'm 40. I've been working on this for, you know, at least the last decade to get to the point that I'm at today. Like every day is a practice for the next day. So everything I did from yesterday, from birth to yesterday, that's practice for today. Am I am I going to work with ego today or am I going to uh, work with accountability? So he missed sometimes. I'm proud that I stood up for myself. I'm proud because I needed to in each relationship. I needed to figure out what's like, yo, like what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm here with you 24-7. I'm watching whatever you want to watch. I go get us food. Uh, When I get taxes, y'all get all the shit. I pay bills. I do all of that. So what's the point? And my reality, like, and it sucks. My reality is, y'all didn't want me for real. Like, It was it was a for the moment thing. Like there was always intentions on it ending. It was always intentions on that. I didn't I didn't see it until like two, three years into these relationships. And it's like, yo, this is a pattern. So now my mind says before I jump into a relationship, yo, I got to see what you about for real. It's going to be days that I got hella money. And we can do whatever, but it's gonna be days where I have bill money. And you're gonna have to understand that. And if that's not something that you can understand, then it's no point of us even having a conversation. Every I got hella kids, I got hella bills. And it's gonna be days to where all the money gonna to go to them bills. But it's gonna be days because I'm a hustler and I'm and I'm moving in a in a positive way. It's gonna be days that we got money to blow and I'm gonna do that. But if you don't understand the bad, you're not you're not getting the good. If you don't understand, you know, what's on the on my path, if you don't understand that with the obstacles that come with it, like there's no point of me even entering that situation before these three situations, I would have just been like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm here to mingle Nah, I'm here to be a whore. I don't have it in me no more. I don't have it. I don't have it in me no more to get my hopes up to be in a relationship and someone just be like, yo, I can't fuck with your kids. All right, bet. Cool. I'm a whore anyway. So you want, you want some of that time or, or we're done. It's difficult. I live with the collateral damage daily. I converse with my sons about certain things that I had no idea that they even really cared about for real. And I'm like, yo, I had no idea that affected you in that way. So now my mind, my mind is different in, in, in how I allow people to be around me and what I allow in my space and what I don't. I'm very sure about when I start talking to people, um, what I'm there for. I'm here for a good time. I'm not here to fight. I'm not here to do anything like I had a discrepancy with with my kid's mom. And I, I, I she says. You don't allow no negativity. The moment it sounds like negativity, you're like, all right, I'm done because I am. That is a boundary that I have. If you sound negative to me, it's no conversation happening there. Fuck out of here. If you like I don't cond- I I don't condone nor want any negativity in my space. I just can't deal. It alters too much. It makes me feel away. touches it touches my soul in a way that it shouldn't. I don't want of that negativity. I mean, I understand that it's life and, and, and positive and negative are balanced in parts of life. Cool. I'm not dealing with, I guess let me rephrase, I'm not dealing with no one else's negativity. I'll be scrolling through social media and see something negative and I'll block that person. I'll be going through social media and I see somebody that I actually fuck with for real. They repost something and it fucks with my mind. So now they're muted. I don't play that shit when it comes to to how I have to deal with people. And how people have to deal with me. You're going to respect my boundaries or you're not going to be a part of them because I'm going out of my way to make sure that in the event that it goes bad, I'm making sure that it only affects you. It doesn't affect the whole pie. And when I come across people that don't have that understanding and don't even want to care about the understanding, then I'm like, all right, bet I got to I got to get you away from me. I got to get you away from me. Kennedy's death. Like. I'm a person who loves kids. I don't care how the situation happened that brought her about. I don't care. None of that shit. I'm me. I'm an adult. The decision was what it was. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, okay, Kennedy's on the way. When Kennedy died, it touched so much. It affected cause cause Kennedy died on December twenty fourth. Well, King's birthday was supposed to be on uh on December twenty fourth because he was a C section. The doctor didn't want uh to deliver the baby. Understood. All right, you don't wanna come in on Christmas Eve. I whatever, sitting at King's birthday party last year or or two years ago, my boy just breaks down. Why? Because his sister's birthday coming. He knows she should be there. In his mind, she should be there. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? He don't understand for real. Like, Hey, you know, she just passed away. Why? What happened? Like, I got to deal with that still. My older sons, I got to deal with that The collateral damage of her passing away. No, it wasn't her fault, but we don't know who fault it was. And honestly, if there was a fault, I don't know if I would want to know who was at fault. All I know is that I have kids here that missed their sisters, one which will never return. That was the one regret that I have about that situation. Is not. I mean, I couldn't afford it, but still not taking my sons to get the opportunity that I got to physically see my, my baby, though she had already expired. So being hit with all these different things that have caused so much collateral damage, that has been my focus on while I'm isolating, while I'm speaking to people, while I'm doing business with people, while whatever. My focus has become we have to understand what's at play here. We have to understand that if this goes wrong, it, it's not just an, a, a, a thing that's going to bother me and you. It's going to have long lasting effects on other people. Like I'm at war with me. I'm, at, I'm already at war with me. Everybody knows that. Like I stay at war with myself. Because of that, my peace is non-negotiable. I'll reiterate that until I have no more breath in me, right? Because my peace is non-negotiable, yours might be. And I don't want that for you. So I don't bring my bullshit to you. I don't look, I don't cause uh, chaos. I don't do any of that to you on purpose. I'm just sitting in my peace. And if, if 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 you don't want to sit there with me, then that's fine. But I'm not bringing drama to you. I've been in situations to where I woke up feeling refreshed and ready for the day. Right. And somebody will piss me off right in the morning. And get on with their day. Have a great day. You know, but twin does it often. And I'm looking at it like, nah, no, 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 y'all not about to keep taking me off my square. Y'all not about to keep on fucking up my day, and you get on to to have a great day and have fun and go go to lunch and yada yada or whatever. So my mind says, nah, I gotta I gotta do better with how I deal with people as a results to the aftermath. This is why I hate the. What do you bring to the table? I hate that with a passion. It should not be what do you bring to the table? It should be what do you have on your table? Do you have something that, that will help me? If you do, I would like to take that from you. But I would also like to leave this here because I feel like this will help you. That comes from being observant. That comes from wanting peace. That comes from understanding it's not just me and you. I'm a firm believer in you can do whatever the fuck you want to do as a person, but you have to deal with the consequences that comes with it. And I don't think people understand that fully. I don't think people are really aware like it's not about it's not about you saying what you're saying. You grown. You can say whatever you want to do, whatever you want to understand that somebody's response. it, It might not be equal to what you think the response should be. So you have to start making moves and being cognizant of how you say things to people in person, online, at work. Like there there is a high level a high level of understanding needed for us to maneuver through the life that we we have. It doesn't come easy. It's not going to come easy cuz you're going to have to cut people out of your life cuz they're not going to understand why you are feeling the way that you are feeling. And it's not going to always be the person you feel like is the the uh, abuser, the person who starts the starts the drama. Sometimes it'll be good people that just have like, no, nah, you got to go. It's not fitting who I'm trying to be. I know that my responses are going to hurt you and everybody around. I know what you do to me is going to affect me. And because my kids are my twins, once my emotions is is over, they all have a piece of me that they behave like. Right. I know that that's the collateral damage of me showing my real emotions. I still do that shit, but I make sure that I let them know, hey, this is this. I got this. Don't worry about that. I got this. You don't have to, don't be mad. You don't have to be mad with me. Like, I right, like. so we have these conversations. They'll be like, nah, forget that, boy. All right, well, I, I told you. Like, I'm done moving through life in a way that is arrogant, is cocky. I'm done moving, like, it's been a while. Um, it's been a while that I, I even decided, uh, even knew that I was even moving like that. Right, like I was saying, I'm at war with me, and I feel like people need to understand the value of peace and accountability. These two things have the highest vi- value to me because I'm—I don't want to be a part of hurt. Right, we tend to. The abuser or the 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 A lot of times becomes the abuser. I want to. Dead that. I want to make sure that I'm good. I want to make sure that everybody else is good. I want to make sure that I am not adding to anybody's pain or grief. I want to be sure that I'm not um, adding to anybody's chaos But now I know how to do it without having that stereo that 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 stigma in my mind that I'm weak for behaving in a certain way. Like it's certain things that I know I will fight you if I have to. I know I will fight you to the death if I have to. I know if I allow you to stay in my life, you're going to continue to hurt me. I know how you know that because you study me to use me and to hurt me. Right, because I know that I can move peacefully I can I move in and out of situations without it being escalated because I don't want it to escalate I have mastered the yo I don't even have any more words for this situation and I can see how that could be annoying or come off as being arrogant, but I don't give a fuck. If I am out of words, I am out of words. Meaning if, I, if, if you give me your best verbal assault and then I give you my best verbal defense and nothing changes, I have no, I don't have words. It's over. Because if we can't reach each other on a logical level, friendship, relationship, kiss, now it's going to turn into a physical thing. You see what I'm saying? I've mastered walking away. Low-key mastered disappearing. Right? I know that, like, I don't have, like, my last ex is the only person that I feel like I have to block, like, not know their socials, not even look for their socials, delete emails, content, like, because I'll look for her. I know y'all hear me talk about this show all the time. Yeah, I got my lick back. She did something to me and stuff like that. And I did something back to her and the shit was over, yada, yada, whatever. And I know that sounds crazy. I know there's people who know me who kind of know kind of what was going on and have a certain vibe of, uh, uh, about her. But the man in me is like, you sent for her and you didn't lead properly because you was in your feelings and you responded emotionally. And now you got to eat that. I've been dealing with that for years. About being deliberate about something and when it when it gets to when it gets in a way that it's like, yo, this is crazy, crazy, difficult, Instead of being the 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 person that that pulls us out, I'm like, "Bet, let's go." And that sent me on a spiral to so many different emotions, mental things, everything. I don't like. I know people probably look at this, laugh, like he crazy. He, I don't even care. Even, like, I know, you know, my ex was listening to the podcast at one time. If you're listening, yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe that happened. Not going to hold you. Like, I, I, I thought we was going to have a conversation. I did. Oh, well. It's life. And life is about learning the lessons That's going to make you be who you say you are. Having those relationship situations now makes me evaluate prospects a little bit different. It allows me to weigh the difference between if I want to be in a relationship or do I want to just be a whore. Having my kids. Yell at me for. Attitudes, angers and things that should have went towards their their mom, I'm looking at it like. No, no. They mad at you. Why you did that? Why, why, why did you like, why did you stand up for yourself? Like what made you feel like, you know what I mean? I've had these convos with my kids. Like really what, what happened with you and mom? It's, it's so crazy because if you know me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honest to my kids. I said everything that I needed to say and try to keep it as respectful as possible. That didn't change their attitude towards me. They're like, nah, because they don't understand that they're not really mad at me. When they can't get certain shit and they can't do certain shit because I got just enough to pay the bills this time. They come at me. Yeah. All right. I'm the dad. I, I'm I'm rocking with them, dolo, whatever, whatever. But that should go towards their mom. I don't say that to them, though. I just give them an understanding from, from my side. Yo, we don't got it. I pay all of the bills. This is this is one of the checks that I had to pay all of the bills at once. Give me a couple weeks. But it doesn't come without learning lessons. It doesn't come without paying attention to what's going on in your life. A lot of us move through life without even paying attention to, to things that could kill us. We just moving through with this idea that you know I gotta have a nice house, I gotta have a nice car, I got like this man gotta pay all my bills, or I'm, I'm I don't want him or yada yada whatever. And it's 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 people that will pay him. So this that and the other, ma'am, sir, I'm a whore. There are people that will pay every ounce of bill that you have, and a lot of times don't even really be wanting nothing for real. But when you have the attitude of you gonna do this or else, now we both lonely because now I'm not gonna do shit. Like the amount of uh, the amount of pages, the amount of clips, the amount of videos that I have blocked solely because there is a competition presented about or between uh, men and women and their responsibilities. I don't get mad when 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 women say, oh, my man got to pay all my bills. I don't get mad when men say. Oh, she's going to be a housewife and she's going to run the house and yada. I don't get mad because those are traditional standards. What I get mad at is the conflict that it causes, the the collateral damage that it causes. It puts you in a position to where you feel like you can't live the life that fits you because society says you're supposed to be at home busting it open on a headstand. Society says you gotta work 40, 60 hours a week and your spouse don't need to work because she the woman, yeah, and I ain't gonna have no woman paying no bills. You better go to fucking work. Because it may not be half, but you're paying something in this motherfucker. I've been in position to where I pay every single thing. I've been in position to where I paid everything for my house and I sh- ship money. You feel me? I've been in those positions. Now I'm in the place to where, hey, fam, if you are looking for someone to pay all of your bills, you have the wrong one. We might not go 50-50. It might be some 70-30, 60-40 up in this bitch, though. And the moment I feel like I have depicted like the the moment that I feel like you have trapped me into feeling dependent on you for your 40 percent and you don't do it, that's it. Because once I'm paying 100 percent, I could jack off. It's hella sex toys. So if you're telling me we're in traditional purposes, that means that you're here for sex, cleaning up and cooking. I can do all that shit myself. And that goes the same on the flip side. If you are a person that's like, nah, I want my bills paid, this, that, and the other, and you doing your part that you feel, all right, I'm staying in my traditional role. I want the traditional reward. If you are doing your part to do that and it's not happening, you have the right to be like, nah, fuck this but it doesn't have to be a de- a debate that's what that's what people don't understand about what they're posting what they're reposting what they're what they're speaking on these podcasts that create this this divide it's people who are out here with real bad mental health issues and because you know, therapy is the devil because you know your emotions, like you overreacting because that ain't how it really happened. You just think it ha- because all of those things, it's so much competition created, and everybody needs to sit down and shut the fuck up, and 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 let somebody like like educate yourself and really remove your ego and have an understanding. Yo, I don't hate you, Queen. I'm just living a life that was taught to me. It ain't your responsibility to teach me. I know that. But I know I need some help. On the flip side, I I know it ain't your fault. I'm just trying to maneuver through life and everybody tell me I got to have a baby by this age and I got to have this type of job by this age and I got to have this type of man and this type of life and... I don't I don't know what to do, so I'm I'm still moving an ego in. I'm looking at the next uh woman that that posts this and post that and say this and say that. Now that's in my mind, so you're gonna pay my bills because I want you to pay my bills. But I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do the other stuff that you that you want. No. Sit the fuck down. Let's start having real conversations about Let's start having real conversations about life. Let's start having real conversations about feelings. Let's gain understanding. Cut all that. Like for me, when I, if like if you are a reality TV person, you have like you can get the fuck away from me as a result to uh, a real relationship. Like if this if we just horning, I don't care. Like you can do that shit on your own time. But that aspect of Entertainment has ruined so many people. And they don't even realize it because they're still connected to the idea that they're supposed to do whatever uh, society says they are as a result to work, children, relationships, finances, homes and cars. I'm trying to be in unison, not comparison Period. I don't care about what your group chat is saying. I don't care about what my group chat is saying. I don't care what people are on social media are posting, wearing, going, whatever. How do we get to the best point of both of ours idea of a relationship without it affecting everybody? At what point do we have those conversations? Everybody, both, both men and women right now, are, are trying to be alphas. And that shit is dumb. Nobody like you're miserable because you're trying to be in charge. Being a boss and being a leader is two different things. You trying to be the boss of your relationship. You trying to be the boss of your friends. That means that you really not doing shit. You just reaping all the benefits of somebody else's work. But if you are trying to be a leader in your relationship, you sit your ass down. Hey, this is what I'm feeling right here. I feel like we, we we're a little bit off right here no 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 don't you don't you don't get to walk away you don't it, no I don't care I know it hurts but if I love you as a, a a romantic love friendship whatever if I love you we have to be able to have this conversation because you keep violating and once you once you like come to a certain amount of uh, a certain level of violation without a conversation, now I got to get the fuck away from you and now no matter what happens, I don't care. I say often that people don't people don't understand reprimand without a true consequence. If you keep saying you're going to do but never do, then they looking at you like, man, I'm about to run over this motherfucker clearly. And before you end up like me in one year and two years And and dealing with this type of stuff, you know, even with work, I've been at this job almost nine years. I'd be ready to quit. Like for the past two, I've been ready to quit every single fucking month. And I I tell them, y'all working my nerves. I'm about to quit. Because you guys are stressing me out to a point that is unnecessary. So the idea is. We're going to have a conversation to see what's what. And if if in that conversation, I notice you not giving a fuck about how it's going to affect me and everything about me, everything behind me, around me, I got to go. Because you don't care for real. You have now showed your hand that this relationship to you is about you benefiting only and you not putting in the work to make it an equal playing field. And I'm not mad at you because... It's up to me to defend me from everything. The more conversations we begin to have without ego, the better the the stereotype gets, uh, the better the relationships get, the better the friendships get. We so hell bent on being the one. And the funny thing be, like, those people, because I was that person before that, it was about what everybody else thought of me. So I'm doing all these things, I'm making all these moves to make you feel comfortable with stuff like that. And the whole while I'm at home in shambles, like, dang, why they don't, why they don't observe me like I observe them? Why they don't take into account that them saying this, like, my kids, my kids miss their sister. My kids miss and for lack of other words, my kids miss my stepkids, just so y'all can understand like it was it that that situation like like they miss them, and as adults, that should have been a conversation, you know like, even in the breakup, hey, I look, you chose what you chose, but these kids they they the siblings and a piece of them is missing each time that each day that goes by without them being able to connect. I'm not a fan of 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 putting kids in the adult part of the situation. I feel like no matter what, like anytime my my uh parents were, or if if they ever I don't even know if they were beefing. You know why? Because we always had connections to our cousins. Always I never, I never not saw my cousins because of adult stuff. But my family, they they weren't disrespectful to each other. They just had the regular sibling beef. If it's a disrespect thing, then no, fuck that. But we have to get to a point to where the egos are shut down, and these conversations become helpful, because I know everybody, like like right now, people get paid from social media, so they're gonna post what "Get the eyes." Half the time, I don't really even think people be feeling like this for real, but they need them numbers to get them checks. And I get it. I get it. But I, I, I can't sit back and keep watching this, this these competitions with each other uh, play out in the open and like nobody willing to have a real conversation about it. This fucks with our mental like and we pass this shit on. We pass this shit on. I hear people say often, oh well, well, you know, my uh, my grandmama stayed this is why my grandmama stayed and, and it'd be something dumb as fuck. No, your grandparents more than likely depending on what age you are. Your parent, your, your grandparents been married since they was 15 to 16 years old. They don't know nothing else. They only know what they were given into that relationship since they were 15. And it becomes a, 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 a thing of being dependent on that relationship. People think that that grand, like, like the granddad's, oh, they got a second family, they got this, they got that, and grandmas was just chilling. They, they don't have no understanding because they were given into this relationship. They're 15, 16 years old. They don't know nothing about anything, so everything they know has come from the perception of their parents' and grandparents' marriage, which, depending on your age, you're moving in slavery still. You're moving in in fear still, right? And people don't realize that you you you're you're comparing yourself or not like you're comparing yourself and getting your goods and bags and not even fully understanding the collateral damage it had when it was done. I'm certain right now if you ask your grandma. That was married off at 15 and stayed and did this and and your grandpa got six, seven other kids, different people, and stuff like that. I'm telling you, it's not it's not from anything other than. I had to marry this person with no skill. The only skill that I had was cleaning up, cooking, sex. I had no other option. That's not weakness, that's them surviving. But everybody say, oh, we couldn't do that. We Like, do you realize that hitting women w- w- was, hey. Do you realize how much stuff men were allowed to do to, to, to women without any consequence? And we sit here and we're not looking at everything. We just see, oh, grandpa cheated this amount of times and he did this, he did that. I don't even know any of my grandfathers, so uh like it's crazy, and now social media is doing the same thing, it's giving you the illusion that um you are different than your ancestors, and you're not. The drama has changed, the reason has changed, but it all breaks down to the same thing you want it to stay. I say all the time, I can look like a fool to myself, but if you make me look like a fool, now this shit got to be over. Now I got to act ass because I was letting you do what you want to do because it really didn't bother me for real. But now you want to tell people this is what I'm allowing you to do. So now I got to get away from you. We go through all this stuff and people just think that it's just okay to just keep talking and keep you know, putting these stereotypes out and keep repeating the same bullshit over and over and over again and, you know, the the things that we're passing down to our kids is no different. I'm not better than nobody, but I'm trying to be better than the people before me. I know my kids are going to have mental issues and, and, and things or whatever um, because they're human. But I know for a fact they won't have The uh, mental issues that I have, the abusive issues that I have, they won't have that. Because I sit them down, yo, we good? What's up? Like, yo, I I break it down. Because it's important for me to have that connection, that communication to them, because I want them to always feel protected. I want them to always feel safe, even in anger. Even in anger, I want them to feel like, all right, I'm mad. Dad pissed me off, but he didn't disrespect me. He allowed me to feel what I, what I needed to feel. He didn't tell me no bullshit that it's the devil and don't speak like that or whatever. He listened to me. It's difficult. I'm trying to tell y'all. Sitting up with with teenagers and preteens and allowing them to have feelings is difficult, not because it really is, but because I came up, do what I do, what I say, not as I do. I came up with don't say that. That's the devil. I came up with like a high level of respect for elders and their emotions while suppressing my own. And refuse to do that. So I sit on this podcast and I open up and I'm vulnerable and I want people to understand, hey, it's okay. You don't have to go with their. You don't have to go with the flow of them. You don't have to uh, you don't have to want all of your bills paid because they say that's the right thing to do. You can want to work for yourself and want to provide uh, something for your family other than kids and coaching. You can do that. It's okay. It's OK not to want to pay all of anyone's bills, fellas. It's OK. Stop letting this Internet make you feel like you a bum. They don't they don't know. You don't know. Until you sit down and have a healthy conversation with whoever you go to your advice about. If, if that's you and you sit in your own shit or if that's someone else that you have in a friend group or family like they don't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you from the from the observations that I've that I've seen, they don't get it. It's cool to them to say that. It's cool to them to 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 feel like they are entitled to 100 percent financial coverage. Just because they're cute. And it's okay for them to think that way. Because they're going to get somebody who is okay with that What's not okay is Putting that out there Knowing that these kids is watching What's not okay is These Uneducated debates On what you should and shouldn't be I don't know what you do in your house. I don't care what you do in your house. The reality of it is the collateral damage is way worse than you think on your fucking podcast. This way of thinking that y'all putting into people, into people mind. is like people listening. And they taking that shit into their real life. And it's crazy to think that, like, the masses feel like they have to live this stereotypical dream. I don't care what nobody's opinion is of me. What I care about is, is my bills paid? Are my kids clothed? Is there food in the house? I don't care about the other stuff. I don't care about what you offer to the table If you come in to shake shit off my table, stay your ass away from me. That's all I care about. My table full. I cook, clean, braid hair, fuck uh, uh sew, exercise partner like i I do it all i'm not there's not a need that that I have that another person can give me. And that's where we're lost at. And that's where, that's where I feel like we're lost at and why it's so easy for people to fall victim to this fake ass advice that uh, that's creating so much chaos that they don't even realize. I know what I need. That's what I'm here for. I want to have the opportunity to want You. I want to have the opportunity to want to be your friend, right? So I got to learn that myself before I come to you with some, you you about to uh, have sex with me when I want it, you about to cook the meals that I want, yada, yada, yada. Fuck out of here. We got to come to a point to where we all understand that as a community, that everything ain't about shock value. Everything ain't about, you know, making people's eyes pop out. And, oh, my God. That shit is dumb. And I don't know if this is one of those get-off-my-lawn type situations, what I'm feeling. But that shit is dumb. And I see it too often. And I want better. I want better for y'all. I want better for relationships. I want better for marriages. I want better for uh, parental relation I want better for all that shit. But it's going to... like. It takes a rebel To change The direction of something And I'm not saying a rebel like In it's truest form like you know chaotic And just doing shit just for the sake of Going against it I mean like somebody has to be willing to Be labeled the black sheep Labeled um, Labeled the bad person whatever Solely for breaking the cycles Right I wish it wasn't me I wish uh, I, I, I wish these thoughts and these feelings didn't, didn't come to me because it's difficult Boundaries are very difficult Setting boundaries are very very difficult um, Standing on those boundaries Much more difficult Because again, you have so much going in your mind. This is wrong. You shouldn't do that. You got to listen. Give them a chance. And it's like, you don't even know how many chances I've given. You don't know how many times that I've expressed my feelings. You don't know how many times that that I was like, no, this is the last time. And then it wasn't the last time. Been here for a while, going through this journey, trying to figure out what's what, trying to do my best to uh, make sure that I'm not causing any uh, extra damage in anybody. And I feel like until that thing is reciprocated to me, like my maneuvering through isolation is, is what I have. So if I'm being honest, the goal of this this episode is to show you guys, to bring light to you guys, how ignorant we all look following these societal, um, these societal standards. We all look idiotic, all of us, as a group, as a whole. All we want to do is, is argue with each other about if I'm going to pay your bills, should I pay your bills? No, I'm not going to pay your bills. No, I'm not fucking. No, I'm not cooking. Like, you going to give me this because I'm cute or whatever. We're living in an abusive world and nobody even really realizes it. You don't realize that shit when you're, oh, you're going to pay all my bills. You don't know what that does to the next person's self-esteem to see that. That's what's out in the world today. Like, you don't, you don't want to have a relationship with me. It's about me paying your bills. that's your hard no if i if I say no, I'm not paying your bills. I have everything you need. But if I tell you that you gotta put forty percent in thirty percent in that's a hard no for you that is abuse people that is abuse you you not like you agreeing to allowing someone to be a stay at home parent or whatever and uh, because they didn't clean up right or they're not cooking your meals like uh, uh, that you want them every single day, every single minute. Then you hold back providing for them. That's abuse, people. Like there's a lot of things that is that we think is OK because it happened to us. We've seen somebody go through it. We were taught it like as I'm sitting down and I'm breaking a lot of stuff down, a lot of this shit that we do, a lot of these behaviors it's based in abuse and we have to start having real conversations about that. We have to really start having conversations about breaking free from all this shit that that really be going on. And again, it's programming. It's the way we're brought up. It's the way our friends act. It's the way this, like, fuck all that. My circle is super duper small so I don't have that pushback of trying to to be like them, like I can count on my hand the people that I have conversations with, uh, and I and I appreciate that. For me, it's not too many ideas I have to, to have to go through. It's not too many situations I have to explain because these these five people understand me a little bit better than than most. But I'm tired of looking at situations and then like people say I'm triggered this, I'm triggered that. And it's like sometimes like I get frustrated because like, do you know what being triggered really is? Have you been through enough to really understand that as a triggering situation? It's things that I'm traumatized about to this day and I'll see a glimpse of it somewhere and I'll be like, oh shit, like and I'll panic. It's coming for me. It's coming to get me. Like no, no, I don't. I don't want that. And I go to a full-on panic attack. The conflict that we present as a people to to others is it's unhealthy. I go back to to what Kevin Hart said to like he says on his on, on his shows. Everybody want to be famous. Nobody want to want to put a work in. And what that means to me, is like everybody wants that aesthetic that, oh, look at us. Couple goals like everybody wants that aesthetic. But they don't want to put the work in to get that with their relationships, with their friendships, with parenting, with entrepreneurship, uh, working, whatever. We have to get out of this idea that. Shit, don't take work. It takes work. It takes so much work and we got to understand that. Like we go through all this shit daily and we create, we add into the conflict. We add into the chaos. We We are purposely out here fucking with people's peace. And that's crazy to me. I got enough shit that I'm fighting by myself. I gotta fight. I gotta fight defending myself, my kids, my house. I gotta fight inflation. I gotta fight being a black man in America. I gotta fight all these different things. Don't let me get on what like like women, it women fight what I fight. 10 times more. And instead of either of us like, yo, that's insane. Let's have a conversation, a real one without ego. It's men ain't shit, women ain't shit, they nag, yada, yada, yada. Men uh, be acting like they ball and they don't want to pay for nothing, yada, yada, yada. It's It's not helping people. I get it. Entertainment is cool. I get it. I understand you want to be entertained. I want to be free. I want to have peace. And I want to be loved in a way that I feel that it's real. I'm tired of hiding the illusion of it. I'm tired of putting in the work for everybody else. I'm tired of just being to be. I don't want to be needed because for whatever reason, that's the role that I've been playing in every single relationship that I've been in in my life. Besides my very first one. There was a need. That was in place. And every time I fulfilled the need, the relationship was over. This has been going on since like like since I was a child. Like I'm being serious. And so. I accepted that like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. I'm I'm the need guy. I'm the guy that's going to help you uh, gain the strength to rebel um, against the norm to to better you so you can have a different perspective. I, I, I get it. But the need guy created so much pain and so much chaos and so much confusion and so much hurt and so many tears and sleepless nights. And I decided long ago I don't want to be that. But I also decided that while I don't want to be that, now I gotta watch my kids. So I got to, cause I gotta teach them how to maneuver through their things so they don't have the same hangups that I have. I'm very honest with with, with my kids. Your mom is abusive. She is. She don't realize it. But she is. But I got you. Don't worry about that shit. I got you. Because I don't want them to I don't want them fighting that fight. I don't want them having to do the, the things that I went through just to make me believe my life was good. A lot of times, like we legit be suppressing shit because We're just like, yo, I can't believe that was the life. And once you start realizing like, yo, that was un- that was very unhealthy. That shouldn't happen like that. Like the thing is that you do remember. Right. And then you start like, all right, I want to be different. I'm going uh, to I want to have this for me. So for me, you know what that looks like is I don't look at reality TV. I don't follow any reality pages. The moment I see uh the moment I see them on any type of timeline, I, I immediately not interested and or block. I don't want that. That's the picture that the world wants to wants to show of us. I don't want to be out here looking ignorant, uh reposting, retweeting ignorance. I'm not I'm not for the mess. Because it fucks with my mind heavy. And as a true protector, a true empath, a true fixer. My mind doesn't go to judging. It goes to that person needs help and they don't even really know. And so that's why this podcast is here. they like somebody is going to be being who they are. Right. And going against Everything. And they're going to find this podcast and realize, damn, I really wasted time trying to live that life that had no value. And I'm stuck here trying to figure it out. I keep telling y'all, like, you got to be you at all costs. You got to know what you want, how you want it, um, how, to, how you love, how you want to be loved. Like, you got you to gotta know that shit. And it's not going to, like, it don't come in birth. It comes with experience. It comes with experiencing things. So when you do figure it out, you have to be strong enough to stand up. I know, I know, I know. It's like you, you, you found a sweet spot in the chaos, and everything is going so good for you, right, that you don't even understand that it's chaos because it feels so good. But then you start having that moment with yourself like, Yo, this ain't this ain't right. There's a certain part of your life that shit click, and you're like, like this is horrible. Like I can't believe that I spent all this time thinking and behaving and moving like this, and then you wake up, and you 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 start making changes, and you start wanting to be different, and you stop allowing the same. Um, holds to hold you captive and then people start looking at you away because you're changing they start thinking you're away because you're changing you're not tolerating the same thing it's not because it's egotistical but because i deserve better not from you from me that's the lesson that i learned through having to deal with this collateral damage of relationships of work of kennedy's passing of uh altercations with my parents or uh, uh, differences with friends. That's what I had to learn. These are all situations because you accepted that collateral damage without trying to really be who you say you were. And now that you've, you know, now that I've analyzed and I looked at and I and I pay attention to, it, it's like, fam, I have to put myself in the best position for me of what I want to happen in my life. Whether you are standing on my side or not, it's me. I got to figure that out first. Because your opinion is going to alter if I'm weak still. If I'm weak still, I'm gonna build this I'm gonna build a character like on like on 2K or any of these games, man, whatever. I'm, I'm I'm asking you what you what you think I need. I'm um, too short. I right, I'm gonna add ten. I'm gonna add ten extra points to to be taller. Oh, I need muscles. All right, I'm a I'm gonna add that. I'm a, uh, uh, oh I need speed. I'm gonna add that. And that's how we live living through life until we know ourselves. Like I tell y'all, almost every other, I'm fine as hell. I fuck good. I fight pretty decent. Like that's who I am. I had to learn how to do that. I'm smart. I wasn't born as smart as I thought I was. But the experiences and my willingness to to let down my ego and learn. I'm very intelligent now about my surroundings, about what I want, what I need. I know how to deliver what I want, what I need in a way that doesn't cause conflict. It creates a are you down or not? Are you staying or are you going? That's where I'm at now because I have no gray area. I never had a gray area. It's either I'm on it or I'm not. And so but I was moving without that. I'm moving in your lens. Accountability made me start moving in mine. And so I start taking these opportunities, or I start taking these, uh, these dreadful moments and these disrespectful moments, this opportunity to learn me. Because you only are treating me like that because you think that it's okay and I haven't said it's not. But I don't know that it's not because I'm going off of what society says instead of me saying my true feelings. It's crazy in these streets, yo. It's crazy how how it's crazy how much we do not think about while moving forward in actions. Like we just be out here on vibes and shit, not really thinking like, damn, I wonder if that's going to affect me later. I wonder if that's going to to affect somebody else. I learned in, 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 in this moment, in this phase that I'm going in, that healing, healing is every day or it's an everyday process. It doesn't matter how long ago something was. There's always a different twist, a different turn that you think about separately and you have to re-e- uh, reevaluate the way you heal it. If I'm healing and you part of the, you part of the pain. And you are not willing to not be a part of the pain, I have to isolate. I don't know that without me sitting down and going through the emotions of feeling like me protecting myself is wrong. Me standing up for myself. I could have done that a little. Uh, I could have I could have been a little bit easier on that. I've been stuck in that for ages of just feeling like I am here. To fulfill a need and move on And I, I, I say to you I'm, I'm, I'm done with the collateral damage You gotta face me for real You gotta talk to me for real I know who I am for real There's so much darkness out here I know, When I say that I am saying that from a person Who has moved through life With shades over a blindfold In the dark with the lights out I'm not just saying that just on some, oh, uh, there's darkness out there. I'm not one of these people who, you know, fake spiritual, fake energy and stuff like that. Like I got to fight this shit daily. My mind is running 100 on uh, 100 on 10. This is for real to me. Me loving me, me being vulnerable, me wanting you guys to express yourself, especially guys like just wanting to wanting you to be who you are supposed to be. Like this is real. I'm living this. I fight daily with the thought of Kennedy not being here. I fight daily with the audacity of not being able to see my daughter. I fight daily with being in the situations that I'm in. And feeling like, yo, why do I give a fuck about how it's going to make you feel before I, I care about how it's going to make me feel? And I've decided that collateral damage, like I'm, 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 I'm not accepting it anymore. You don't get to dump on me. You don't get to put your societal standards on me. You don't get to need me for anything at this point. I want you to want me. When I pull up to your shit, I want to know everything is OK. So everything that I'm adding to you is a bonus. Everything that you add into me is a bonus. But I got to. If you want to. What is it? You got to go through something to get somewhere. That's what I'm is basically what I'm trying to say. And I've traveled through the darkness so long. So long, I've traveled through the darkness, through pain, through grief, through death, through broken relationships, through financial issues. I've, I've walked through the darkness. And I was in that bitch moping and crying and scratching and screaming until I realized that I was the light. And knowing that it doesn't matter what darkness surrounds me. My journey is what it's meant to be. And no matter what, because I am the light, I'm going to bring light and I'm going to get to the light. Just how it goes. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Whew. This was this was a one. Um, this is one of them ones that just, yeah. Uh, Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for your Poetic Properties merch. If you want to support the um, if you want to support me overall or support the podcast directly, uh, there is um, Good Pods. I have a tip chart there. And then Poetic Properties, my Twitter page, there is a tip chart there. You can tip whatever you want to. um, It's up to you if you even want to do it. Also. Second Power is out now It's one dollar And this is my This is a single from my album That's dropping in November It's a spoken word album My fifth one Uh, This piece is very very important to me Um, But I'm selling it on my site for one dollar So go and run it up Also I am glad to announce that um, My book is here It's here y'all King's Collective, and because I want to be very, very transparent, um, i want to tell you why King Collective is what it is. So I got duped when I uh, put out my last book. I got duped because our, I was given someone else's ISBN number. So I don't know if I sold books, like other than the books that... Um, I bought and then I sailed to you. Um, I had no idea if I was, I had no idea I wasn't getting credit for it. So what I did was instead of complaining and being, and, and being bummed out and in silence, I was complaining, being bummed out and I bought my own ISBN number and it's official under my publishing company, um, infinitely complex productions. So with that, I would love for you guys to go on my site and uh, pre-order King's Collective. It is a book of 43 poems that have been written over a period of time. Um, if you have um, pieces of me, you have about half of the poems that are in this book. But because it's really my book now and I have I have control over it and stuff like that, um, I had a much more Uh, poems in here, more pieces. So it's like 43 to 45 pieces in here. But I would would love it if you guys went over to peacefullyflawed.com, pre-ordered your copy. Uh, It would mean so much to me. If not, it still don't change the fact that I love you all and how you support me. It's very, very appreciated. Please subscribe to Recite night or subscribe to uh, Poetic Properties YouTube, um, like, share, comment to your people. Just know that this movement is not going to stop. I'm about peace and I'm about moving forward and I'm about being emotionally sound enough to let y'all know that you guys are loved. Uh, you, it's OK. You can feel how you need to feel. Uh, just make sure that you are doing it in a way that affects you and your growth, and not from an ego stance that you want to push it on others. So again, I love you guys. Support if you can. Peace.